Welcome to the Make It Ant Podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Make It Ant Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong, and we are so so excited that you're You're very us. excited. Yeah, I can't even talk. <laughs> um, that you guys are joining us, listening to us. Today I have with me um, Maddie Castaneda. She, well, what do you do, Maddie? Why don't you introduce me? ISM, I teach, I lead small groups, and a bunch of other things, but yeah, I yeah. love it. And we also have Reggie Corrington joining us today. Reggie, (laughs) what do you do? I am the pastor of Student Venture. Oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) That's not a thing. (laughs) I am the pastor of Student Ministries for ISM, and I dabble with Student Venture. And I like to have a lot of fun and be a troll. Um, Okay, cool. So... We are going through a series where we are really diving into who Jesus is and really looking um, at his character. And today we are going to be reading through some verses and then, I mean, talking about Jesus. Because he's kind of all we talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So the verses that we are reading through are John 10, 11 through 15. And I'm just going to read it really quick and then we'll jump into it. It says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he has a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay my life down for the sheep. So, I mean, I just want to jump into, like, the first question of, like, what do these verses mean? Like, there's a lot of imagery of, like, shepherds and sheep and wolves and different things going on. And I don't think most of our listeners are shepherds themselves. So, I mean, unless you are, that's pretty cool. But what do these verses mean with its imagery? I mean, I know, Maddie, you spend a lot of time in England oh, on gosh. Uh, shepherding sheep in your pastures. Why don't you tell us a little bit, um, a shepherdess, about this? I, I'm not a shepherdess. Really? Shepherdess? I'm, I, I, am, I have no experience with being a shepherd, so I'm going to do my best to not botch this. Basically, so this is Jesus saying, I am the good shepherd. And if you picture, you know, in my country, what you do is there's a bunch of sheep, and sheep are not the smartest animals so they just kind of walk around and they roam and little sheep need someone to lead them do you feel like you're being a little rude to the sheep oh i said i didn't call them dumb i just said they're just not smart. not the smartest yeah thank ever you. since settlers of Catan, sheep oh get a bad my goodness sheep are <laughs> worthless and the settlers of Catan. Excuse i'm me, so sheep, sorry you have value you okay have worth. so jesus is saying he is saying that he is the shepherd he is the one who's corralling the sheep and the sheep are us we are the silly little i would say sometimes we can be very dumb people and we need someone to lead us you want to continue I didn't, I didn't hit the second part, if you want to... You mean the second part of the passage? Yeah. I, I feel like you kind of illustrated a lot of what Jesus was 
perhaps speaking against, where the good shepherd really cares for the sheep. And over here, I felt like... Oh. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I was uh, like, wait. <laughs> no, this isn't real. She's looking at me very shocked like, and like, very deeply. Oh, no. no heresy. Uh, the, tre- <laughs> the truth is the sheep are us. We're they're people. He's using symbolism to unpack we the people. We were valuable. We're loved. But we're a little sheepish. We can get lost. We can get confused. We can be very destructive because sheep are very destructive. Very, very destructive. Yes, and what happens is a lot of times there are these quote unquote shepherds who are there to take care of us. But what they really do is to build their own clout, build their own brand, make their own money. I mean, look at this countless, you know, social media influencers. I mean, I honestly, for some reason, my algorithm is obsessed with lions. It really <laughs> does. Bro, I, he sent me like 10 lion memes in a row one <laughs> night. And I'm like, stop sending me lion so videos. Weird. Dude, my reels think I'm like, <laughs> It thinks I'm a meathead. It's oh like, my god! It's like if you walk alone. You send me those all the time. They're like inspirational. I'm like, that was good, no. but why did you send that to me? I just, I just, I was trying to get the sh- lines out of that with the algorithm. The more I kept sending them, the more they kept showing me them. Well, that's how it works. Um, yes. Okay, back on but, track. But, yeah, I'll get myself back on track. Thank you very much. Um, speaking of that, so what happens is these sheep are destructive, but there's a value to them. There's a value to all of us. And what Jesus is saying, I'm not here to build my own brand brand. I'm not here to build my own clout. I'm not here to make myself famous. I'm here because I care about you mm-hmm. and I love you and I go before you and I protect you. There are many hiredlings. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Yeah. I do this because I'm about you. Yeah. Because I'm your shepherd. Well, it even says a hired hand will run away when he sees a wolf coming. Like, I think so often, like, it's easy for us, even just like I... When I was in elementary school, like, I had friends that, like, I would kind of just, like, hang around and kind of follow their lead. And, like, something bad would happen and, like, in my life. And they'd just completely, like, run away. You know? Like, they'd abandon me. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus is saying is he doesn't do that. Like, when things are terrible, when you're hurting, he doesn't leave. Like, he even says he lays his life down for his own sheep and they know me. They know his voice. Like, I don't know. I think that's what makes him different. Yeah, when the wolves come, Jesus is like, where's my staff at? Yeah. And if he's got a staff, he's like, yo, I got two fists. Like, he's just gonna go yeah. He's just going to take care of business. You don't yeah. throw hands. And that's something that's different is he's willing to put his life on the line. Mm-hmm. And not just willing, he does. He does. Spoiler alert. Did. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Oh, Try to steal my point. Oh, sorry. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He already did. Okay, there you go. Wow. 2,000 years he died on the cross. Yeah, wow. What? Spoiler alert. He rose again. Wow, Boom. Wow. Hashtag Jesus phrases. From the dead. <laughs> okay. Um, did that answer so, your question? Yeah, no, that was good. Um, that did answer the question. So then my next question is like, so we talked kind of about the cultural significance of like a shepherd and sheep and like Jesus and him being the shepherd and us the sheep. What does that hold like culturally today? Like how is that significant today? Like you can see this imagery happening and how it related to people then, but... How does it relate to today? Yes, Maddie, how does it relate? Uh, Sometimes I feel like you're, oh, you're just looking for an answer. (sighs) I mean, it's easy. If I'm being honest, like I'm trying, like not even bringing politics into it, but even just like movements of the idea. Oh my God. That's going to be so loud. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. They don't let people prepare their own research. <laughs> sorry. This podcast is about being unlearned. I turn paper loudly because it's called a book. Mm. Not just an iPhone. Go back to your point. <laughs> you repeat the question. I'm lost. How does this hold cultural significance today? This imagery, the shepherd and sheep, and how it related culturally then, and now how can it relate to us today? Do you want to jump into this? Yeah, okay. I can't actually think of something right now. This is why I have my last piece of paper. I want to finish turning it. Like my OCD makes me want to turn it, but I know they'll criticize me. So I'm just going to read it in a malformed way. But it's actually really interesting, especially for those who are younger listeners. If you're between 13 to 21, you're actually in this Gen Z bubble that this like huge like data has come out about. And it's actually you'll learn that like happiness and feeling like self-assured is actually in the 80 percentile like 80 80 percent of people feel loved but what happens a lot of them don't feel protected they don't feel safe they feel anxious they feel afraid because there's a lack of hope and what our culture is missing today is that savior is that shepherd that is leading the way where am i going i don't know but i know who's leading me we don't have that we have an individuality culture i got this my brand my influence here's where i'm going and the challenge is that means everything is on you and athletics everything is on you you got to get that paper you got to make that shot you gotta what are you doing the cheer you gotta make that back flip front flip twirly twirl catch that basket you, don't you gotta, drop somebody you gotta catch that basket yeah when you throw somebody like when you it doesn't matter when you throw somebody and you catch them it's called basket so you got to catch that basket. Yeah, gotta, yeah, so go. when I go to the cheer culture, I'm like, yo, catch that basket. They will know exactly what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I can't even use like what happens to like, catching a baton. Cause like, I remember like we have a baton troller in our youth group and she dropped it and she used some different words. And I'm like, I can't even say them on air because <laughs> oh we get a higher rating, but there's <laughs> oh different goodness. slang for everything. But the truth is we have a society look at the statistics right here. Um, 13% of people feel dread always 23 percent of people feel it most of the time or some of the time 28 percent feel it a little and only 35 percent of our culture doesn't feel dread that means 65 percent of people not just like fear but just this dread this paralytical paralyzing just feelings of hopelessness and jesus is like yo i got you Mm -hmm. if the wolf comes i punch it I don't know why I keep saying punching again. My algorithm <laughs> is the lions. Me- <laughs> it's the lions that are on my mind. Influencing his brain. <laughs> no, but that's really good. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. That's all, I mean, to be honest, like dread, I feel that sometimes too, though. I'm just like not wanting, just not looking forward to things. But then like, honestly, I feel like God convicts me and he's like, well, why? Like, what are you not looking forward to? And, you know, I still struggle though. It is what it is. I'm not good at it. So how does the, like, dread and, like, that, like, relate to Jesus and the shepherd? and Protection, safety. Sheep, man, what do they got? They got they got fur, bah. They got, like, hooves. Oh they ain't that fast. <laughs> like, they can't, like, bite you. I mean, they can, like, hard, hard. like their, their teeth are dull. So if a wolf comes up, it's got claws. It's got fangs. It's got a cool tail. It can run really fast. It can howl. Yeah. Like, she can't do that. She goes, bah! Like, I saw a babe before, a babe in the big city. He was like a cult called Ball Ram U. Like, that's like the most secretive thing a sheep has. It's, it's this is facts. Okay. Um, but with that, I digress. The truth is, 
it's fear. Yeah. And I get afraid. It's actually crazy how much I can be afraid, especially because I have two young daughters. I know most of my listeners, I don't think you can relate to that. Hopefully. We're not there yet. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> but I fear for their safety all the time because they're so precious to me. But when you have the person who you mm-hmm. know has got your back, yeah. you roll up with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You're like, all right, I got you, homie. Yeah. Well, this relates to a story, and it's funny. One time, I went to, uh, what's it called? Not Scary Farm with Reggie and a group of people. And I was terrified the whole time. <laughs> You're going through this maze. Actually, every single time. Everything. I was literally, like, right next to him, like, holding on to him, like, death grip. Because I was like, no one can get me. Like, Reggie's got me. That's kind of like, in this instance. <laughs> I like this story. Honestly, Makes me feel like a man. Instance, it's like, that's how, like, we are to, like, cling to Jesus, though. Like, the fear that I, like, often feel, like, isn't actually real. It's just, like, a lie I'm telling myself because inevitably, like, Jesus has got us. Like, he's protected us. Like, he's defeated the one thing that most of us are terrified of, which is death. That was really good. And I like that story. I knew you were going to like that epic. story. Uh, and the truth it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, if you're the youth pastor, like, yo, I got you. I'm here to fight the zombies. That's terrifying. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they are. They oh, wear makeup okay. and they come at oh, you at Not Scary Farm. How do you know they're, they're not a zombie? Too much. They, they could be, you yeah. know. The you Walking know. Dead. Oh. Um, so our, our next question is, what can we learn about Jesus's character, like, through these verses? Him being the good shepherd. What can we learn about Jesus? To be real, he's not like me. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a work in progress. But the truth is, Jesus, like, like, I like to help people with people that I like. People who are nice to me. People who I vibe with. But, like, Jesus was about everybody. Like, you're actually going to see that the very people he came to save, a lot of them will be the ones who crucified him. Mm. But he doesn't regret it. He came to save them anyway. But you see from the good shepherd, and we use the word good and bad a lot. And I just yawned. I apologize, all listeners. Um, it is late and the room is hot. But um, the truth is what you'll see in scripture is Jesus is just different. He is just different in the best way. He is good. Again, I was like, we don't feel like this cultural terms of good and bad. Oh, that person's a good person. That person's a bad person. But we never mean it in the totality. We never mean it in the perfected way that someone's actually good, good, mm-hmm. like through and through. Yeah. Um, there's one Houston I've met who might be as close to good as I've ever seen before. She's like this special kind of angel. <laughs> but besides no, her, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we all know who I'm talking about. have that person in our life. <laughs> Hashtag Colette, if you're listening, yeah, yeah. you. Um, but besides that, like, Jesus is just a genuine article. He's the real deal. Yeah. And he doesn't leave. Ever. So, it's just good. How, what can we learn about, like, God's character? Like, there's Jesus and there's God and, like, Jesus 100% man, Jesus 100% God, but, like, the overarching theme of, like, who God is. What can, what does this passage, like, say about him? What, or even anything in our conversation, like, what can we learn about God? I think, like, the first thing that came to my mind is, like, the way that God loves us is he doesn't, like, leave us to fend for ourselves. Like, I think it would, I don't know, just, like, sending his son as the good shepherd and to, he knows we clearly need someone to lead us and direct us, but sending his son in place of that, it just, like, I mean, it shows his love for us. 
I completely concur to all of that. <laughs> just nods his head. Well, for those listeners listening in, my head really nodded well. <laughs> you could hear him nodding. <laughs> so, um, so lastly, just like wrapping it up, like what can we apply to our lives from this conversation? What's the takeaway that like this week you can do something with it? Can I go first and make my fun answer? You make the real serious one. Oh. Um, I think what you can learn is first off, you have the good shepherd. So if you see a wolf coming your way, (laughs) just roll up on it. Be like, yo, I got Jesus. But, I told you I was going first on okay, that one. Okay, yeah. Well, with the good shepherd, it really means the wolves can't touch you. Yeah. The wolves, people who hate hate on you, people who are tearing you down, people who are really, like, going out of their way to make your life more difficult. The lies that you tell yourself. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The yeah. biggest wolf probably is you. Yeah. Like, you ever look in the mirror and you're like, who is the biggest wolf in my life? You're like, oh, man, I look wolfy. Ah, uh, that's a pun. I'm a dad. Oh I'm allowed to make any jokes I, I was actually going to help, but I thought that was a really <laughs> No, but actually, though, like, I think we sometimes are stubborn and we don't want to be led because we think we can do it all on our own. But like this week, really reminding yourself that like Jesus came as the good shepherd because we are sheep that need a leader, but not one that's just like going to, I don't know, send us to something that doesn't mean anything. But instead, it's like Jesus who's going to send us to like... I mean, heaven, yes, but like just joy and hope and things we can't find anywhere else in this world. So this week, just like remind yourself that like you need to be led. <laughs> like don't be resistant to being led, but he's good and he's not going to mislead you. So that's what yeah. I was thinking. Okay, with that, any last thoughts, anything else to add? Oh, you're looking at me to say something? I was looking for a joke, but oh. it wasn't working. Oh. I was going to say, like, who let the dogs out? But it doesn't connect to wolves. I, mean, I was going to say, who let the dogs out? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But it does not connect to any point. That's wolves completely dogs, the opposite right? of our message right now, actually. Oh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> I, let the dogs he, he That's why you shouldn't make me go first when I'm clearly panicking. Okay. <laughs> I, I was just... <laughs> Okay, well, with that, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, We are doing something new on our podcast where we are doing giveaways. So if you hear this code word and you're the first one to DM our Instagram account, which is linked down below in the the, the show notes, that's what it's called, then you will get a $5 gift card. So And, And the code word... Thanks to, is it Ryan Howard from The Office? Yes. Is woof. <laughs> I want woof, like but it's W-U-P-H-F. Or if you go to The Office spelling, you can win a gift card that way. Woof. But thank you, Ryan, from The Office. Woof is a one-stop communication. W-U-P-H-F. Okay. I don't need to be corrected on this. I invented that's, it. No, that's the spelling. If you DM our Instagram account, W-U-P-H-F. You'll get a $5 Starbucks gift card. And with that, we are out. And Reggie has one more thing. Must be the first one to do it because we ain't that rich. Oh, yes. We don't got that office money. first one. (laughs) We don't got that paper. With that. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong. Joining me was Maddie Casneda and Reggie Corrington. And we will see you guys in the next episode. 
so much for listening. If you have any questions, get in contact with us. Check out the links below for our social media pages. DM us, message us, tag us in things, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.